Good morning, listeners. God morning. May God bless you today. Welcome back to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'd like to dedicate today's podcast to Maurice. Now, I called him after yesterday's podcast. And uh, it was because we were having a meeting around 3.30 p.m. And I knew that he worked from 7 a.m. to 3. And I had, you know, I texted him a very important message and he didn't respond, but I kind of needed to hear from him so that I could gauge my day and confirm our meeting. So I waited and I waited and I waited. So then I gave him a call. Well, it was in the morning. He answered the phone and sandblasted me. He said, you know, I pray in the morning. What are you doing bothering me? And although (laughs) I respect and commend the fact that he was praying in the morning, It was just his tone. So I just want to say, listeners, that when we enter into the sphere of God, the room of God, the space of God, or the presence of God, let's just try to put on the armor of holiness, of kindness, of peace. Um, I'm dedicating the podcast to Maurice because we did speak after he calmed down. I told him what, you know, I needed. I knew that he was going to be at work all day and he confirmed our meeting for 3.30. Well, don't ask me what happened, but he stood me up for the meeting at 3.30. So, I forgive those that trespass against me. And I did not want to be led into temptation of anger and unforgiveness. So, I forgave him immediately and basically texted him and said, Well, if you want my time, You're going to have to reschedule it, but I felt like saying, well, anyway, um, I was gracious. You didn't come to hear my chatter. You came to pray. Just remember, listeners, always be gracious and God is watching. And apparently the devil too, huh? Okay, so oh, I've come across a beautiful, beautiful passages um, from a website called crosswalk.com. And uh, so here's what it says about what Christians should remember about prayer. Prayer is a continuous process 
as we pray for God to act around us, we should also be prepared for God to act within us. Sometimes when circumstances do not change, we instead find ourselves changing. We grow in the face of adversity and begin to see suffering from a more Christian-like perspective. We thank God for the bad days and for the good days, knowing that there is a reason for both. Moreover, we know that we pray for better days and those better days ahead begin today. Knowing that our prayers will be answered, we can choose not to trade in our hopes because we know that God will deliver on his promise and he always does. I thought that was beautiful. Stay right there. We'll be right back. I've got more. I've got some great prayers, just a litany of them. Stay right there. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Pray with me. Heavenly Father, I remember the days when people once hugged one another. I remember the days of visiting loved ones and sitting close. Those days feel like a long time ago. Now people spout hateful messages online. And those who once spoke of love now speak of hate, all in the name of politics. People war against each other based on political parties and political ideas. Pleasant words have been replaced with crass debate. We seem to have forgotten how to love one another. Maybe we have lost sight of you. Maybe we don't even love ourselves. Father, please remind us of how to love you. Remind us of how to love ourselves. Show us once again how to love one another as we love ourselves. Teach us the correct way to behave in person or online when talking about politics or anything else. Make us believe that love is possible in all scenarios. Let us recognize and remember the benefits of caring for others and how you bless us according to our good deeds. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Listeners, pray with me. Dear God, the world around me is filled with suffering. My nation is under attack from within. Everyone seems to hate those who disagree with them. I'm afraid to speak my mind for fear of rejection or retaliation. Even in the church, belief in a political figure has seemed to replace belief in our Savior. Lord, this year has proven to be scary. People are being arrested, 
Others are dying. Some are being killed through mass shootings. I honestly feel very overwhelmed. My heart aches from worry and I don't know how to support others. Not when I can't even find peace in myself. The pandemic caused a lot of death globally and many people are still living under the lockdown restrictions. Some businesses have closed forever. People are struggling. And like so many, I wonder when life or if life will ever return to normal. Father, many of our children are enrolled in online schooling, trying their best to get an education. Yet they lack that in-person interaction that many of us got to experience. And these children are struggling to learn in this horrible new way. I don't want them to get sick or anyone else but nothing, Lord, seems to be going right. The thought of tomorrow actually scares me. I can barely handle today. And despite my struggles, Lord, I know the Bible speaks of perfect peace and that only you can grant it for us a peace that no person can comprehend. This peace comforts us in spite of the turmoil surrounding us or the struggle we feel within. God, please fill me with that peace right now. I need you. We need you. Please don't pass us by. Please give me the clarity to see you working within the chaos so that I may find rest from the worrisome thoughts, knowing that you will handle tomorrow and that we all can rest peacefully again. All this we ask in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Woo, I told you listeners, powerful, beautiful prayers, beautiful. Stay with me, pray with me. Psalm 62 verse eight says, trust in him at all times, you people, pour out your hearts to him, for God is our refuge. Pray with me. Lord, I know that today is for me and tomorrow is for you. But sometimes I can't help but be afraid. I grow weary of wondering what will happen in the world. What will happen to this country? What new calamity will we face tomorrow? This year has brought many unforeseen challenges to myself and others spiritually, emotionally, and physically. And we're afraid that life will get worse. Father, I'm afraid 
that I have nothing to hope in anymore. So please, please help me to maintain my trust in you. Please, please help me to remember all the ways that you have supported me through my life up until this point. Help me to not forget all that you have done, Lord. You are my refuge. Your love does not change even when our circumstances do. Help me not to forget, Lord, that I can always trust in you. Amen. Pray with me. Dear God, this season I've experienced and bore witness to the loss of relationships, jobs, and even faith. The new the news keeps telling me of all that is going wrong, and sometimes I can't see anything that is going right. Lord, in times times like these, I think of your servant Job and how for a season of life he lost so much. He lost a family. He lost friends, possessions. Job was even stricken with sickness, Lord. And in the end, though you restored him, you renewed his strength. So please look upon your servant with mercy and favor today, Lord. Please, Lord, help me to keep my eyes focused on you. I ask that you either restore what has been lost or help me to find something new, something greater in the end. Please bless me in a way that I can be a blessing upon others during such turbulent season. It's a turbulent season for many people, Lord. And if I can maintain my trust and my hope in you and not give up, I know that you'll renew me, God. Please help me to persevere in the hope that better days are ahead. Amen. You're going to learn to trust me, listeners. I told you. Beautiful litany of prayers. Stay right there. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back because you know God's got a whisper in our ear. And we're back. I love being a creature of habit. And now from Pray More, it's a book of daily devotions. They're quoting Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 13. It says, then you will seek me, inquire for and require me as a vital necessity and find me when you search for me with all your heart. Mm -hmm. We know listeners. When we get out of our own heads and into God's head, seeking him with all of our heart, 
we tap into the creativity of the creator, possibilities abound, ideas become limitless, his answers are often surprising and definitely things we never thought of. Stress melts away and solutions pour down. So there's no need to think this heart avenue is blocked and not open to you and that you are ill-equipped. For God says in Jeremiah 24 verse 7, I will give them a heart to know that I am the Lord and they shall be my people and I will be their God for they shall return to me with their whole heart. What are you waiting for, listeners? Please allow prayer to be your creative and limitless endeavor. Go to God. Seek him with your whole heart. And I promise you, he'll expand your world. Pray with me. I come to you, Lord, with my whole heart. Amen. And 2 Chronicles, verse 20, chapter 20, verse 20. Jehoshaphat stopped and said, Listen to me, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you will be able to stand firm. Believe in his prophets and you will succeed. After God had given King Jehoshaphat his marching orders, he told his people to believe in God, stand firm, and they'd see success in the mighty battle against them. Then he appointed singers to march out in the army in front of him and sing songs of praise to God. At the very moment they began to sing and give praise, the Lord caused the enemies to start fighting among themselves. By the time the army of Judah got to the battleground, guess what? There was nothing left for them to do but gather up the spoils. I'm telling you listeners, Your greatest weapons against fear and worry are prayer and praise. Let me repeat that. Your greatest weapons against fear and worry are prayer and praise. So remember to pray for guidance. Then pray. Then praise God. Sorry then praise the God that you love and believe in. You'll not only be able to stand strong, but to find treasures galore. Pray with me. Gaze up towards heaven. Clasp your hands together. And join me in saying, Lord, thank you for fighting for me. Your faithful love endures forever. Lord, thank you for fighting for me. Your faithful love 
endures forever. Be right back. Got more coming. You know the drill. Gonna squeeze in Touch Magazine in there. So good. They're saying, knowing the heart of God, most of us long to feel truly known by those we love. And that makes sense because we were created in God's image. He also desires to be intimately understood and loved by us. So just as you don't wanna be known for only the superficial details of who you appear to be, it's not enough to simply know about the Lord. He wants us to learn how he thinks and how he feels and what's important to him and what his purposes are. Of course, it's impossible for us to completely know his mind. In Isaiah chapter 55, verse 9, the Lord tells us, As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Well, listeners, The depth and breadth of his mind is so great that we will never be able to fully grasp it in this lifetime. However, we can better understand God's heart by seeking him and learning from his word. If we desire to walk in his ways, we must first genuinely know him. And just as we come to know our friends better by sharing experiences together, we also have to understand God better the longer we walk with him. And we will get to understand him better. God wants you to seek him with all your heart, listeners. And he promises that when you do, you will find him. Jeremiah chapter 29. So, the next time you're feeling a need to be better understood, turn to the one who understands you perfectly. Even more importantly, ask him to help you to know him better. Amen. So now, let's get to know our Lord better. And how better than to hear from his word. So thank you, Cherie Hill, for this fabulous book. Here's God whispering in our ear. I never want you to worry. Although life brings about challenges that awaken anxiety within you, there is no need to give in to your fears. I want you to be not only assured that I am able to supply all your needs, but confident that I will do so. I don't want you lacking peace 
I want you to be consumed by it. There's nothing too difficult for me. There's no mountain in your life that I can't move, that I can't lead you around or strengthen you to scale. Regardless of my plan for the obstacles in your life, I am with you. And that is all that matters. I want you to believe in your heart what you know in your head. I am truly with you to care for you in every way. And nothing can separate you from my love. My love for you is unchanging. All I ever ask is that you come to me, that you trust in me, and that you rest in the peace that I provide as you stand firm in your faith. You can completely rely on me to meet every need, to take care of you in every way, so that you are never lacking any good thing. I know God blessed you, Paula. And he doesn't want you to lack any good thing. Psalm 34, verse 10. Those who trust in the Lord will lack no good thing. There it is in black and white. Amen. I thank you for listening to God's word. I thank you for coming to pray with me. We got these blessings started. I was asked recently, have you really changed, Pamela? And I have to tell you, listeners, I absolutely have. And I give God the credit, the glory, the praise, the honor. If the Lord, if Jesus walked this earth today and I saw him in a close or far distance, I would drop everything just like the fishermen did and follow him. Oh, yes, I would. Without hesitation, I would drop everything. And that's how I know I've arrived. Amen. God bless you, listeners, because he is the only one that can. Come back tomorrow. Bye for now.